Well, good afternoon or good evening, wherever you be. This is Ralph Kermit Winterroad II with the Ralph Winterroad Show coming to you live out of Alaska. And uh, what would you do if somebody told me there's actually some remedies that aren't really complicated to basically get our republic back? Probably wouldn't believe you, would you? And you shouldn't. Uh, there are a couple of simple remedies to get our republic back. We have unknowingly and unwittingly handed it over to the principalities of evil and graft and corruption and whatever word we want to put on these people. And I've been doing this a long time, 14, 15 years here now. I guess it's a 15-year worth, well, since I, my business closed, 2001. I did it quite a bit before then, tried a lot of things, running for governor, and talking to senators and representatives, and thank you, Ralph, and going down that road, finally determining that was a road to nowhere. And with Westlaw and help from other people, ideas from other people, you know, the Dan Metter and Curtis and Prentice uh, <coughs> out of uh, Florida and Gal out of uh, Colorado and John, in different cases here, uh, we're getting to the bottom of the heap here to really have an impact on getting our republic back. And it's amazing how simple some of this is when you actually finally see it. But we've been lied to so much. We've been taught to go after the Second Amendment that our rights are posited there as a citizen of the United States, which is not true. And if you go read some of the cases, I picked up the word incorporates. And I, what is this talking about? I just didn't have enough knowledge at the time. Well, I want to start from this uh, and lay this out and what's got to be done. And um, I may put it out today or maybe tomorrow, probably by tomorrow morning for sure. Um, what the process is, and let me just cover it very briefly so you can get the idea of what this show is about. Our constitutional rights are not, are not in the Bill of Rights of the Constitution of the United States 1 through 8, and that's a fact. Confirmed more than once. No matter how much they tell us, it's not so. The Bill of Rights for the people that have direct access to it, one through eight are the people that are domiciled in the District of Columbia. They have direct access because Congress has plenary power in that 10 mile square, 10 square miles or whatever it is. The people that are domiciled in the District of Columbia as citizens of the United States are called qualified electors, real people citizens of the United States. They are not subject to the 14th Amendment. They haven't told us that, have they? The people outside the District of Columbia were, giving a, were given a fictitious status called a citizen of the United States, but the purpose of the 14th Amendment, more than one case, was to control the states so that there would, quote, be no slavery in the several states. 
But in the process, they created the citizen of the United States. And in that status, they said, everybody born in the United States, that statutory, fictional United States, has the same rights as a person, i.e. corporations. Isn't that just special? So a corporation as a person, and we as a person, have the same rights. Now that, of course, obviously, is totally not in accord with the Declaration of Independence and animal rights from our Creator bestowed upon us. Don't think corporations was part of that, do you think? This stuff is so simplistic, once you start to look at it, just why is it taking it so long? Corporations do not have an animal rights from the Creator. Corporations are fictional law created by legislature with limited delegation of power to operate in the land of Oz. If you choose to be a citizen of the United States, you have no constitutional rights. Those rights of one through eight are incorporated at the discretion of a minimum of five black-robed lawyers in the Supreme Court of the United States, and they even say so. They even say so. In the Heller case, Second Amendment, the McDonald Chicago case, incorporated. So at the discretion of five attorneys, judges, Supreme Court justices, they then can assign by incorporating into the fiction what they choose to interpret that they want us to have. Do you really think that our Constitutional Republic was set up on that? Of course not. So, what do we do? How did they pull this scam off? How did they pull this scam off? Well, it's actually quite interesting because what these guys did is this started back in 1856. And uh, that was a case of uh, Murray Lessee. And in this case, they were deciding issues of taxation that had to do with the District of Columbia Territories and Possessions. And before we get started here, we need to understand that within the District of Columbia, Congress has plenary power, that means absolute power, nothing to do with the several states, on immigration. Absolute power on internal revenue. Why do you think they call it internal revenue code? Why do you think internal revenue laws? Like the case up in Maine here, I monitored that one. And uh, those two parties that were up there, uh, Michael Minns, which is the guy that used the uh, Reliance Defense, if you relied upon an attorney or an accountant, you could walk. He did that to some people and overturned an appeal, and they went back, and then they paid the, the uh, 1040 stuff, and they got off. And it's called the Reliance Defense. Uh, Snipes, Wesley Snipes got off on the Reliance Defense. An accountant took the, took the heat. Snipes got convicted on three misdemeanors 
for the state he was in and three misdemeanors didn't for filing a tax return out of New York. Court didn't have jurisdiction. So I love to see up there in Michael Menz when he did that. He was trying to get those people off on the IRS charge of the guy was a diminished mental capacity and that. And of course, that didn't fly and both of them got connected. The interesting part, though, is I was looking to see and I did not find I haven't spent any more money on Pacer because it gets real spendy doing these briefs. Uh, so some of them are most of a lot of them are over the limit. So it's three bucks a pop and you can run up a lot of money. But I looked, and he never did object to the internal revenue laws. Taxation under the national government is under the plenary power of Congress. Internal revenue laws, internal revenue code was put out there to obfuscate, make it difficult for us, we, the people, to understand what they were doing. So with that in mind, also understanding that the federal courts, the district court, court of appeals, and the District of Columbia have the characteristics of Article Three judicial power, they also can do administrative law. The only courts that cannot do administrative law are the federal courts that are out in the several states. If they are within the boundaries of the several states, they're limited to strictly Article 3. There is no administrative law. There is no case for controversy. Now, they've been controverted. They went from the District Court of the United States to the United States District Court, and they're doing administrative stuff. But there's all kinds of cases from Hayburn to Fiera, uh, Muskrat, uh, Fignut, all kinds of cases that can't do this. But, of course, you have to understand and be able to prove these things because it's quite a scam that they pulled off. So what they did is they started off with this public rights doctrine. It's called in 1856. This public rights doctrine says that the executive can, without the judicial, make a determination, and it's final, on legislative issues. We don't need the judicial. That's in the District of Columbia, and that's in the territories and possessions. Public rights doctrine. How you can be aware of any of this in any litigation, go look and see if you see any. The public has an interest or the government has an interest. You're in the public rights doctrine. But the courts are posing as characteristics of Article 3, but they are not. So anyway, let's get back to the public rights doctrine. So we have the executive making determinations without the judicial. Because Congress can do this. If they choose, well, they have plenary power. They cannot do it within the federal courts or within the several states because they don't have the power there. Our state system, constitutions, technically can do administrative law too. But those courts were set up to identify them as chancellery or courts of common law or whatever the, the word that they used, but they were constitutional courts. So going back to the public rights doctrine, we have this process set up in the 
District of Columbia, that public rights doctrine. Long comes Civil War. So in 14 Stat 27, Congress creates a citizen of the United States, along with controlling the states, to not be doing um, stuff of uh, slavery. But they created a fictional citizen of the United States. Remember now that the citizen of the United States was memorialized two years later in the 14th Amendment, and it was for Negroes. It says so in 14 Stat 27 to give the same rights as the white citizens have. Now, did they know what they were doing? Absolutely. This is the principalities of evil, superior intellect. This has been going on. Could they have done to the Negroes and said, oh, by the way, you can be naturalized and become equal in all respects to the whites? Yes, they did that two years later in 1870. So tell me they didn't know because they did it. So they created a fictional citizen of the United States. And because this citizen of the United States has no constitutional Bill of Rights direct access to, none, it was extremely easy to marry the issues of the public rights doctrine to this fiction. So those two are going down the road happily ever after. And we don't know any better. Because you see, there are cases like Babcock and a bunch of others. If you knowingly accept any benefit, then you have a, a, no right to any remedy, even in the courts. And if whatever remedy the Congress chooses to give, whether it's good or bad, you shouldn't have taken the benefit. So they used those cases to support marrying this public rights doctrine where the executive can, without the judiciary, do the administrative law. That was the birth of what we would probably today call administrative state or the headless fourth branch of government that FDR had a research done on 18, or 1937. Because these agencies, he loved his New Deal, these agencies, but they were running off the government. His judicial power, or his executive power. So let's go back and go over, because these concepts are foreign to most people. A citizen of the United States has no direct access to any Bill of Rights anywhere on planet Earth. One through eight is only by the discretion and the sympathy of a minimum of five Supreme Court justices. And it's called incorporate. Go back and read the cases and look. Second Amendment cases, there's no right. It's incorporated into the fiction. And the Supreme Court justice, there's even some of them talking about, it. well, if it's not in the Bill of Rights, we can't be doing this. But the majority said, no, to hell with that. Let's do this incorporated. we got everybody snowed and everybody just loves the sound. I'm a citizen of the United States. Sounds so deliciously correct. But then, of course, see, what's amazing when you start to analyze this, you look at the 14th Amendment has application to the people outside the District of Columbia, but it does not have application to the citizens of the United States that are actually in there defined as qualified electors within the district. You know, isn't that special? See, I made a presumption that it had 
citizen of the United States was everybody. So I started checking this out. Well, then what happens to the citizens of the United States that are technically citizens of the United States under the plenary power of Congress? Oh, they're qualified electors. Isn't that just damn special? And the 14th Amendment has no application to them. Well, boy, somebody's been lying to somebody. And I've, I've heard all this patriot stuff about, oh, it's because of the incorporation of the D.C. in 1871, and the only constitutional courts that go to the District of Columbia, wrong, wrong, and wrong. All, any court in D.C., without technically the Supreme Court of the United States, is not supposed to be subject to this, but of course uh, they're, they're in the bed with this, but they do it kind of like a hands-off. The district courts and the appellate courts in D.C. can do both administrative law and they can do constitutional law and they can do it legally and lawfully. No federal court outside within the territory boundaries of the several states can do administrative law. But they do it all the time because we don't know any better. Back in a minute. Your money, what is it worth today? A $100 bill in 1913 is worth only $2 today. So now, your money is just about worthless, and the Fed will continue printing more and more of it. But what if you could turn it around, $1 at a time, and make your money worth more than it is now? How? By acquiring gold before your paper money is totally worthless. But how can you afford gold at today's prices? By buying it one gram at a time. And this is so important because gold is the future. For as little as $65, you can begin trading your almost worthless currency for something real, something you can hold. Carrot bars, which keep their value, can be stored securely, and are easily accessible. Just like a savings account, but a savings account backed by your gold. Carrot Bars International, a savings account you can count on. For more information, please click on the Carrot Bars banner ad at republicbroadcasting.org. Again, that's the Carrot Bars banner ad at republicbroadcasting.org. And start saving now. USA.org introduces three brand new detox formulations of micro plant powder. Brain Fuel for depression, bipolar disorders, and stress. Total Care, anti-cancer agent that cleans the liver and organs and increases memory. Rejuvenate, invigorates and heals the body, mind, and spirit. These products are your alternative to pharmaceuticals. Call 888-910-4367 and like us on Facebook. We ship worldwide only at HempUSA.org. Dr. Joel Wallach, author of the famous health lecture, Dead Doctors Don't Lie, presents his newest book, Epigenetics. Epigenetics is required reading for the very survival of Americans, and yes, all of humanity. Modern man has bet on the wrong horse to save them from disease and pestilence. The medical system has failed us fearfully. Join the health revolution. Buy Epigenetics today and receive a free membership to purchase all the products that Dr. Joel Wallach formulated at wholesale prices and receive a free CD of Dead Doctors Don't Lie. All this for only $25 plus shipping and handling. Call 888-311-4311. That's 888-311-4311. Again, that's just $25 plus shipping and handling. And you'll receive the new book, Epigenetics, a free membership and a free CD of Dead Doctors Don't Lie. 
Call 888-311-4311. That's 888-311-4311. Nice shooting. Hey, that's a sweet AK-47 chest rig. Is that multicam? Yep, got it from strikehardgear.com. Strike what? Strikehardgear.com. Set your sights on strikehardgear.com. Tough, tactical gear for your Soviet-style weapon that's made in the USA. Affordable, plus a no-questions-asked 30-day money-back guarantee and lifetime replacement warranty. Strikehardgear.com. Go ahead, pull the trigger. this fictional citizen of the United States and you sign up to get a benefit. What's the benefit? Anytime you sit down and you do an I-9 from the uh, government, do you want to go to work? It's a citizen of the United States. You want to be a registered voter? It's a citizen of the United States. Almost Some of them have citizen of the United States of America, but they also have citizen of the United States. That's the benefit you've signed up for. It isn't the social security number. It says, I want to leave my constitutional republic and I want the benefit to have the Supreme Court justices incorporate at their will whatever the hell they want out of the Bill of Rights. Second Amendment, all that. They print it. That's what's even more amazing. And they use the due process clause and not privileges and immunities out of the Constitution because they can't. And I've got some cases in a brief here that I sent out that uh, was filed where they said selective incorporation under the due process clause for the Bill of Rights as for citizens of the United States determined by the Supreme Court. Comes right out of uh, United States versus Crookshank. That's uh, 92 U.S. 942. Presser versus State of Illinois, 116 U.S. 252. Miller versus State of Texas, uh, 153 U.S. 534. All kinds. I mean, it's not a secret. We just haven't learned what the hell they're doing. The other, there are other exceptions to the Bill of Rights that are not incorporated into the 14th. That was in McDonald versus the city of Chicago. That was that Second Amendment case. It says, in addition to the right to keep and bear arms, the Sixth Amendment right of unanimous jury and verdict, jury and jury verdict, the only right not fully incorporated are the Third Amendment's protection against courting of quartering of soldiers, the Fifth Amendment's grand jury indictment requirement, the Seventh Amendment of right of a jury to trial in civil cases, the Eighth Amendment prohibition of excessive fines. There is one exception to this rule the court has held that although the Sixth Amendment right to a trial by jury requires a unanimous verdict in all federal criminal trials, it does not require unanimous jury verdict in the state. Criminal trials. Isn't that amazing? Why don't we not know this? I don't know. I saw that incorporated. I knew I was onto something. I just just irritates me when it takes me this long to put these pieces together. But eventually, they're there. But there are fundamental rights. And the fundamental rights are secured in our in the Constitution of one of the several states. They are foreign in most respects, except in a few under the privileges and immunity of foreign states to the United States. 
And we need to be aware of that. So what would we do if we wanted to cause a problem with these guys? Why do our federal jury, before they can sit, they have to take you out of your natural environment, being a citizen of one of the several states? Is every is there anybody here that's not a citizen of the United States? Every federal jury has it before they can proceed, without exception. They all do it, guaranteed. Alaska does it. They have to. They have to do it. They don't have any choice. They have to get your consent to leave the land, the law of the land. They have to get your consent. And if you raise it up, that issue, they have a major problem. If you put it in the jury instructions. On federal courts, they don't let you uh, ask questions of the jury. There's no voir of the jury. The judge, he intercedes it because he don't want this out there. But you can still put it in the proposed jury instructions. You can still file it in the court for a motion to dismiss. I ever want a trial by jury of my peers. Think about the concepts here. How many people does it take to elect somebody in one of the several states if you were a citizen of, say, uh, Virginia? Only one person if there's no, there's no opposition because everybody else is being citizens of the United States. People get this into the public record, who you are, then you go give notice to the state of your status and who you want to, and who you are. Back in a minute. are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Earthquakes, hurricanes, nuclear accidents, terror attacks, and all-out social collapse. With the world today more volatile than ever, the future has never looked more uncertain. Survivalist Magazine is the one resource you can't afford to be without. Claim your free trial subscription now at www.survivalist.com and your first issue ships immediately. Get all the details and more at www.survivalist.com or order by phone. Call 1-866-437-6570. Your survival may depend on it. There are many water filters to choose from, but there is only one system that is consistently customer-rated five stars as the number one system for effective filtration of fluoride, radiation, drug residues, heavy metals, a wide range of radioisotopes, and more. Introducing the Pure Effect Ultra, the next-generation water filter that also raises alkaline pH, improves antioxidant potential, and has advanced anti-radiation technology all while using no electricity. Sold worldwide, it provides virtually instant clean water on demand. It is not made in China, and the shipping is free to all 50 states. Buy your Pure Effect Ultra today by visiting pureeffectfilters.com or call 888-891-4821. 
Again, that's 888-891-4821 or visit pureeffectfilters.com. Americans are reeling from Obamacare, higher prices, and an epidemic of policy lapses. AsiaRunLikeHellGuide.com has you covered. World-class medical and surgery at one of Asia's most modern hospitals. 300 doctors, surgeons, and dentists serving 300,000 patients a year. Fractions of U.S. prices. Friends or family forced to go out of pocket? Avoid bankruptcy. Tell them to run. Run like hell. Hit us up now. We'll show you how. AsiaRunLikeHellGuide.com. Extendivite really works. Here is what people are saying. Heart problems were in my family, and I did notice these chest pains occasionally. I I decided to try it, and um, I don't think I'm going to stop for quite a while. Nothing has worked as well as this product has promised to. Um, I've taken, you know, uh, supplements and that sort of thing and never really noticed a difference. Well, I turned 60, and when I went into the doctor to get my reports, the lady at the desk, she looked at it, and she says, wow. I says, what's that say? So she came back and looked at my last check. She says, well, you've gone down half on your cholesterol. So she says, I guess don't do a thing, only what you're doing right now. To get your Extendivite, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Dr. Joel Wallach, author of the famous health lecture, Dead Doctors Don't Lie, presents his newest book, Epigenetics. Epigenetics is required reading for the very survival of Americans, and yes, all of humanity. Modern man has bet on the wrong horse to save them from disease and pestilence. The medical system has failed us fearfully. Join the health revolution. Buy Epigenetics today and receive a free membership to purchase all the products that Dr. Joel Wallach formulated at wholesale prices and receive a free CD of Dead Doctors Don't Lie. All this for only $25 plus shipping and handling. Call 888-311-4311. That's 888-311-4311. Again, that's just $25 plus shipping and handling. And you'll receive the new book, Epigenetics, a free membership and a free CD of Dead Doctors Don't Lie. Call 888-311-4311. That's 888-311-4311. This is just absolutely astounding. Um, quite a few cases on this stuff, actually. Uh, one of them is United States versus Anthony. And uh, this is a circuit court of the United States, a real constitutional court. And uh, they're addressing um, um the issues and my email by the way people want this and if you want I'm going to give away not give away I'm going to post at no cost what I would suggest doing and uh, you can send me an email at Ralph R-A-L-P-H at Alaska Minuteman dot com that's Ralph at Alaska Minuteman dot com and I have an IRS package and other stuff that you can, for $250 donation of postal bunny orders only, 
email me and I will uh, send you the address and stuff. If you can't afford it, just email me and tell me why you can't and I'll still add you. This is amazing information. Amazing information. And uh, we've got a case I'm going to be talking about later here that's coming up. And uh, this is once people see it, this uh, leaving the United States or whatever, they don't want to be all this other nonsense they're trying to do, is, it's not going to work. It's, just, it's not the way to deal with it. But how do we know? It's taken a long time to get to this point. This is United States versus Anthony, 24F. Dot CAS, they put that type of connotation on real constitutional courts. It's a circuit court out of New York, 1873. It says the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th Amendments were designed mainly for the protection of the newly emancipated Negroes. But full effect must nonetheless be given to the language employed. The right of voting, or the privilege of voting, is a right or privilege arising under the Constitution of the state, and not under the Constitution of the United States. Second, that a right of the character here involved is not one connected with the citizenship of the United States. If the rights of a citizen are thereby violated, they are of that fundamental class derived from his position as a citizen of the state and not those limited rights belonging to him as a citizen of the United States. Citing Corfield versus Coriel 6F CAS, another circuit court case of the United States, uh, that's in 1823. Uh, there's another case out of uh, Massachusetts. The legislature can, it said, if the legislature can impose certain restrictions upon one class of voters and exempt another, what is the limit of that discretion? The right or privilege of voting is a right or privilege arising under the Constitution of each state and not under the Constitution of the United States. The voter is entitled to vote for the election of officers of the United States by reason of the fact that he is a voter of the state in which he resides. His, he exercises this right because he is entitled to by the laws of the state where he offers to exercise it and not because he is a citizen of the United States. We're starting to get the idea. So how do we use this to our benefit? Well, I don't. I can't attribute it directly to it. I had already filed in a status here quite a few years ago, not being a citizen of the United States, the one that's created by Congress. And uh, anyway, I signed up to be a quote registered voter to get back in uh, the Republican conservative side, supposedly in Alaska. And uh, last summer, two months later, they quit taking out fifteen percent. Now I don't know if that's what happened. I don't know. I can't prove that part. I do know that September they got around and sent me a thing where they, because there's a notice of federal tax lien that I haven't got to yet, and uh, they sent me a rise in it, and I called them up and just raised holy heck with them. And I finally got to some gal. She says, well, they're not taking out 15%. I said, fine. She said, I'm going to put take start doing that. But whatever. They still give me full bore. So when you see this, we have to get our status correct. 
our protections for carrying firearms is not in the Second Amendment. Our protections is in the Constitution of one of the several states wherever you are, are domiciled. It's a fundamental right to vote. So you have to put it into the public record and renounce all of this other nonsense, these adhesive and implied-in-law contracts, implied-in-law contracts uh, like 1040. That's an implied-in-law contract. It doesn't bind the IRS. It binds you. Credit cards. All these things. But we have to also use the law of necessity because you're not going to be able to step out of Babylon. But we can isolate ourselves in certain areas. One is to get a constitutional republic back. That's why there are no constitutional officers in Alaska and probably in any of the several states because they've all signed up by two reasons. One is the 17th Amendment. The states in 1913 signed away their sovereignty in the 17th Amendment to be elected by citizens of the United States. Isn't that just special? People that have no standing in law. On the Bill of Rights. Wow. Where's all these damn smart lawyers at? Oh, they're down there screwing around this land of Oz here how to screw us. So when we do this, we put it into the public record, then you modify the state voting thing to let them know who you are by the public record so there's no doubt in their mind, and I'll be modifying those uh, state things once I uh, get anybody that's doing this in one state, and then I'll get it out there and, pu and put it out, and I'll have it in a file as need require as a, the need arises. But number one, I really suggest you get your picture and this. Like I say, I'll put it out. And you can do it yourself, or I'll do it for a nominal fee. I don't know. I may charge $50 initially. I don't know. It takes some time to get all this stuff and deal with it, depending on how it works out. But if you want to be free, if you want your liberty back, you want your constitutional republic back, by the way, the administrative state can't live there. They're dead. This headless fourth branch is nonsense. They can't enter one of the several states. I was going back and looking here before the show when I got home here. Um, th th there's so much in that first case of Murray, let's see. I was going back. There was a tax by direct apportionment of the several states. I didn't ever, I did not know that. They did that back in, the, I think it was 1820s. They did a direct apportionment tax to raise revenue to each state. The legal way to do it. I did not know that. I don't know why. There's a lot of things I see. I keep finding out I do not know. But they did it. But we have to get past that I have have a second right, second amendment right to bear arms is that crock of baloney. There is no right. It is a incorporated at the discretion and it only takes five of those black robed little suckers up there in DC. One of which is gay, Roberts, a Supreme Court justice. He's gay. Isn't that just special? How do we get these people in there? Obama's gay. He's probably married to a transvestite. Boner, the head of the House, the Speaker of the House, Republican. He's gay. He likes little boys. This is 
D.B. Kidd put this out, not me. She syndicated. So she obviously had facts where they just sued her. <clears throat> How do we end up with all this stuff going on? Diane Sawyer, they come out the other day. Looks like she's gay. Um, Marlo or whatever that singer was. He's married a guy. He's gay. God almighty, is there anybody out there straight anymore in the upper levels? I don't know. But we have been hoodwinked. And if we take this simple act, like I say, I'm going to put it out. If you're not on one of my cop free lists, if you're not on the IRS, let's just send me an email at ralph at alaskaminuteman.com, and I will send this to you. As soon as I proof it to where I get it, to where I think it's as good as I can get it, to cover all the contingencies. They do not want to go there. You, we can use this now in proposed jury instructions a lot better. We, we won Dave Gadden's case over there. We put that in, and the said judge said, we're trying to embarrass us. Now, how do you embarrass a public officer? Does he not have any clothes on under his black robe? Well, I don't know. What, what's going on here? They must declare, you must declare every time in the jury before they can proceed. What status are you choosing? And if you don't object, you're done. You can. They may not in the federal court let you go dire of the jury, but you can sure as a heck do it in the state, at least Alaska. Now then, I've come up with some questions. Is everybody here, please raise your hand that's a citizen of the United States. Are you protected by the Bill of Rights 1 through 8, yes or no? Those that think yes, raise your hands, and or I'd go probably through each one of them. Catch them in their lies. They don't know what it means. I haven't known what to be able to articulate it with any specificity. I could not believe that the 14th Amendment had no application to the citizens of the United States within the District of Columbia. Makes perfect sense. Just never thought about it. I just never really thought about it. This is why uh, Arizona lost down there when they tried to go after the immigration stuff because immigration is under the plenary power. The plenary power of Congress. Rob, you got a question or a comment on what we're talking about here? Yeah, yes, uh, Ralph. It was I think it was Barry Manilow you were mentioning. Uh, Barry Manilow, yeah, that's the one. He came out. He just married a guy. God Almighty. We, we are living in the age of Sodom and Gomorrah. We are. We may owe an apology because, you know, they started off with, what, 50, 40, 30, 20, 10. They got down to 10, I think, was the lowest number. <clears throat> Can we find 10 people in the District of Columbia? I'm not sure anymore. Crazy. You are right uh, when you said earlier on the call about uh, being the one uh, true state citizen has some <clears throat> more uh, voting power than 20 million or whatever. Uh, you didn't use that number, but they have um, <clears throat> more authority than all the other U.S. citizens. So there the state- is. Okay, well, the two things I want to collect you. It's not state citizen. It's a citizen of one of the several states, like a citizen where you're in Illinois. So a citizen of Illinois has more as is the only right to vote for a government 
a constitutional republic in the territorial boundaries of the uh, land or of, of Illinois. And that's a fact. Citizens of the United States have no authority to vote for it. Right, exactly. And also I wanted to mention real quick, you were t- bringing up that 1870 Naturalization Act. And just like the, 14th, the 13th Amendment, 14th Amendment, and all the other amendments were probably never passed correctly, uh, I don't believe that one was cor- uh, passed correctly. And even if it was, it says here in Section 7, uh, and be it further enacted, that the naturalization laws are hereby extended to aliens of African nativity and to persons of African descent. It, That's right. And remember this, that there's whites down in South Africa, so it doesn't say Negroes, it doesn't say whites. It no, just, but that may be all, anyone but Africa. That would cover anybody. Right. Uh, there's all kinds of different um, races of people right. on the African continent. That's right. So, it ex- Because the absolute power of naturalization is granted to Congress. And they did it. So right. anybody from Africa... Obviously, they were referring namely to the blacks, of course, because of what was going on at that time. But it's to anybody. And they had the right to do it, and they did it. Yes, but going back to the 1802 Naturalization Act, which is the current trolling law and was never repealed. I'm not uh, going there. I'm not going to waste time on that today. Yeah, we don't have to waste time. But they they did that Naturalization Act in in 1870, and so I'm I'm not going to take time on it. Anything else? Right. Um, no, that's about, uh, that's about it. But you're getting close. You're nailing the head on uh, right here with this uh, state citizen stuff. It's very good. You want to be a citizen of one of the several states. You want to be a citizen of where? Illinois. Right. Uh, several of one of the unions. Uh, a citizen of one of the several union states, to be more specific. Several states. One of several the states. several states of the union of states mm-hmm. is the correct way to say that. And do you know what several means? No. Never look. Let me look it up here. It's very interesting. Several is more than two, but not many. Okay, it says they're separate or respective. Law applied or regarded separately, as a contrasted to joint. It's separate, and each one of the several states is a foreign state on most issues to any of the other several states, and also foreign in most issues to the United States because they have their separate laws, their separate criminal stuff, and the things that they're common in is in the privileges and immunities, which is in the Constitution. So if you get around and you go buy land in uh, Virginia or someplace, they can't tax you more because you're from uh, Illinois and that, those type of things. But the laws are within each one of these states, and they're foreign. They're actually like foreign countries, and they're joined together in the Union of States. What de- uh, definition did you read that out of the word several? Oh, I just got that out of an Apple Mac thing here. It's, it's okay. a, it uses it's a generic type thing, but it's you can go get that anywhere. Just go on online if you want to go to a dictionary. I just have an Apple here, so that's just the dictionary that they use. I have uh, No Webster's eighteen twenty dictionary right in front of me, and I opened the book to uh, the the word several. Mm-hmm. And it means um, it means uh, separate, different, distinct, diverse, consisting of a number more than two. Right. So it's distinct. It's separate, and that's what they are. They're several states. They're foreign countries. They're they're, they're they're states, but they're foreign to each other. They're separate from each other. They have their own laws, their own everything, their own qualifications to vote, and everything, their own constitutions. It's all different. Right. We just don't know that. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks, Ralph.
Yeah, thanks for calling. Okay. So. Why do we not know this? Why do we not know this? Why are all of these states that we have today hooked? One is they surrendered their sovereignty in the 17th Amendment because they're not elected by the legislature of the several states. The Senate is to be represented by the, the legislature of the state. It's a state representative, not of the people. Go back in a minute. Recent events have shown just how vulnerable we are to deadly viruses, bacteria, and fungus. These diseases are all caused by infectious pathogens that often get the upper hand on conventional medical treatments. Now more than ever, there's a great need for a product that will help protect us. Look no further. Supernatural Silver can provide immune system support to help fight off these deadly pathogens. Supernatural Silver is a new and vastly improved type of silver solution that's safe and extremely effective against 143 types of bacteria, both forms of viruses, mold, and yeast. Supernatural Silver can be taken orally or used topically and can be used in a nebulizer or vaporizer for inhalation. With over 180 scientific studies by independent universities, hospitals, and research institutions, Supernatural Silver is a powerful weapon against disease. Go to SupernaturalSilver.com and use the promo code SILVER20 2014 for 20% off your entire order. Give you and your loved ones a fighting chance with Supernatural Silver. Nice shooting. Hey, that's a sweet AK-47 chest rig. Is that multicam? Yep, got it from StrikeHardGear.com. Strike what? StrikeHardGear.com. Set your sights on StrikeHardGear.com. Tough, tactical gear for your Soviet-style weapon that's made in the USA. Affordable, plus a no-questions-asked 30-day money-back guarantee and lifetime replacement warranty. StrikeHardGear.com. Go ahead, pull the trigger. Come to Finca Bayano, a small community in Panama, which is being established for people who believe that a future crisis may be difficult to survive in North America after a collapse of the system. Go to BugOutPanama.com for more information. There is limited space for 100 people only. Go to BugOutPanama.com to immigrate as long as you can. Prepare. Don't despair at BugOutPanama.com. Dr. Joel Wallach, author of the famous health lecture, Dead Doctors Don't Lie, presents his newest book, Epigenetics. Epigenetics is required reading for the very survival of Americans and, yes, all of humanity. Modern man has bet on the wrong horse to save them from disease and pestilence. The medical system has failed us fearfully. Join the health revolution. Buy Epigenetics today and receive a free membership to purchase all the products that Dr. Joel Wallach formulated at wholesale prices and receive a free CD of Dead Doctors Don't Lie. All this for only $25 plus shipping and handling. Call 888-311-4311. That's 888-311-4311. Again, that's just $25 plus shipping and handling. And you'll receive the new book, Epigenetics, a free membership and a free CD of Dead Doctors Don't Lie. Call 888-311-4311. That's 888-311-4311. How do we know some of this stuff? 
I'll tell you what. These people, these principalities of evil, as far as I'm concerned, there is such superior knowledge. If, if there is a man or something behind this, I am telling you, it's pretty amazing. But I am telling you what? It's right there. The internal revenue laws. They're telling us what they're doing. Internal revenue code. Congress has plenary power in the national government. It's well settled that the tax court adjudicates public rights. I said, what the hell is public rights? That's where the executive rules on issues of the legislature and there's no judicial intervention. Unless Congress chooses. Does that sound like the administrative state? Does it sound like the headless fourth branch of government? Does it sound like the VA that's getting around? I heard on the gun talk this morning, they're taking guns away from people, vets, based on some smoke and mirrors, who knows what. Does it sound like the EPA? That's an external establishment or an external agency. Do you know that the tax court is an external, they say agency or establishment, either way they work, same thing, as far as I know. They sit outside the Constitution. There are many governments. They knew this, Kerbeck, and uh, when the FDR did, in his research that they did, in 1946, they came out and said that Congress gets around and puts this stuff in and it doesn't affect the public until there's a substantive regulation made by an agency to affect us. They already knew the administrative state was here because they had talked us out of our constitutions of the several states, our proper standing. You sign up as a citizen of the United States, you are you have no Bill of Rights access. You're totally under the discretion of five people in D.C., and Congress can do any damn thing they want with us. And that's a fact. The only other remedy, other than what I am proposing, which is a way to get our grand juries back. You want a real common law grand jury? Get people to, to uh, put who they are into the public record so there's no doubt. Then go down and sign up and give the state notice. Give me their documents. I'll modify them for you. And put in a reference to the public filing so that they know who in the hell you are and what you want and you have that right oh they're going to fight once this gets started some of them there's no doubt they have no standing to fight they can't do it once you understand what the issues are do I not have a right <clears throat> as a citizen of Virginia to vote for the constitution of Virginia law of the land yes or no sir Do I have direct access to any Bill of Rights being a citizen of the United States? Yes or no? There's all kinds of cases I've got. Supreme Court says no, no, and no, no. Are we going to believe those black robe SOBs? I don't know. Sir, what are you relying on? I don't give a care about your opinion. It's irrelevant. Everybody's got one, including attorneys. It's the law, Bubba. <clears throat> and you've hoodwinked me long enough. This is tax court case. This is Kramer versus the Commissioner of Internal Revenue, 930 F2D, 975, Second Circuit. The tax court is a classic example of a forum that adjudicates public rights. Really? Tried two cases. 
Dixon Leeson, put in uh, Curtis Leeson, put in uh, take judicial notice of the statutes of the United States and and uh, the Federal Register. They can't do that. They kicked it out. They struck it because they can't. I didn't know why at the time. Well, I do now, and I've got more. We're not done yet. Hang on. If you want your liberty and your rights back, if you don't, go watch a football game, baseball, or something. With financial uncertainty circling the globe due to job losses, decline in the housing market,